We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I wish I wish you could see this. Um, we're all staring at each other on screens. Google Duo. Mainly for queuing. And, and Jor, mm-hmm. were you just demanding your fruit cup? You're having dinner right now at the Mayo Clinic. And by the way, you're allowed to do whatever you, you want. Uh, if you have cancer, you can do I was definitely what? not demanding. Well, you were asking last, politely. On the last um, break, I ordered food because I, I right. have to eat. And they told me I have to eat. I, I have to eat. So I'm making a conscious effort to make sure I eat. Good. And... Um, Good. I ordered, you know, I don't know, a portobello with mushroom. Usually, I'm vegan when I'm out, you know. And I said I'd like some fruit with that. And I literally, the the music was playing as I was ordering because they had me on hold for so long, you know. And I said, "Ma'am, I'm sorry. I really need to give you my order, and then I need to hang up." And she seemed unfazed by the fact that I was doing trying to do a radio show and <laughs> I was ordering on my <laughs> commercial. She was like, mm-hmm, I'm writing the ticket. I was like, okay, I just I just want the mushroom and the, the fruit. And, and then, of course, it came, but there's a sign on my door that the nurses, they're so great, put up that said, you know, do not disturb from three to six. But I'm kind of hungry. So I ran out to see if it came, and it did. And, of course, there's no fruit. So I, uh, I'm i trying to keep my calories up Wait. and trying to do and eat healthy and do the right thing. So uh, the nurse said, he's like, I'll call for you. I said, I appreciate it. Is that Uber that. Eats? So. Where are you getting the uh, – no, they, they cook the food at the it's mail, not. right? Right. It's no, not. they – I do – and I order the room service. They call it room service. You know, it's. It, I mean, it's it's not bad. But I brought my own food, too. And there is an organization called Bikor Holim that cooks me kosher food that I can bring to Mayo, which I do. And uh, thank you if anybody made a donation there. I'm grateful. Uh, I get great food. So it's all good. I I was, yes, noshing on my portobello with quinoa uh, during the break. So I'm well fed. It's not yes. exactly but, MREs. You know, we, we, yeah. And we started the show with you MRE. talking about the outrageous amount of money you need to pay for chemo. Yeah. And, and people yeah. chimed in That's, with their own horror stories. Right. I was pretty shocked. at. I just got literally 10 minutes before the show. The specialty pharmacy called me and said, okay, we just want to make sure you're cool with the out-of-pocket. And I'm like, well, I have great insurance, so what's the out-of-pocket? She said, well, the out-of-pocket is um, $989 a month. And I was like, Man. wow, I, I just wasn't expecting that. And she said, yeah, your, your deductible is $8,000. And once you reach that limit, then the insurance will totally kick in. I'm like, wait a minute, what happened here? Like, I have great insurance and I, I don't think any of this is right. So I was really shocked at the number. 
although I shouldn't be because um, the text line is it, it's sad that everybody has a story about outrageous drug prices. Uh, for example, hey, Jor, I can relate. I have a very rare disease, vasculitis, no known cure. My first year was over $1 million to keep me alive. Oof. It's from, the, from a texter. Man. From a texter. Uh, they continue, my infusions of Rituxan um, Ritux, are $14,000 each. I now have two a year. Insurance is a quagmire to navigate. Um, you know, wish you the best. It's, I get it. And it was John from Apple Valley, and he said, thank God for science, or I would have died. This is John. You know, but he's, you know, paying $28,000 for this shot. I just don't know how people are doing it. Uh, this texter writes, Jor, I'm sorry about this debacle with your medication. We feel your pain. We're living on the verge of homelessness. My daughter is an RN who became from her work in the third world establishing a clinic. Um, I have an organ system damage and I'm now in heart failure. I, 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 people are struggling. Oh. Oh. People are suffering, and this is huh. devastating for everybody that is going through it. And, and not that I didn't know this before, and, and we've talked about this numerous times, especially with Tim Lammers, who's a type 1 diabetic. The cost of insulin is completely outrageous and a criminal. Uh, hopefully, we are seeing some relief for those, for those diabetics. But um, this, this same texter writes about his daughter. They were, they were threatening to cut off her health insurance uh, by the end of the month, she can't breathe when she walks. She's on expensive meds. Had to liquidate her 401k to keep her her drugs. I mean, people are going to extreme measures, and it's that's not okay. We shouldn't have to live like that in our one of the one of the richest nations in the world. If not the richest. Nobody should have to live like that. Yeah, I look. I'm I'm pro capitalism. Um, people point to Canada. And say, well, it's sometimes people have to wait and they don't get everything they, they need to get. But there's a safety net north of the border. And there's a safety net throughout much of Europe, including Scandinavia, where people are happier as a rule than any place on earth. And one of the reasons they're happy is they don't have to worry about going to debtor's prison. They don't have to worry about declaring bankruptcy to be able to pay the prescriptions to keep them alive. It's just, it's insane. So... Somewhere in between capitalism and socialism, can we find up? Can we find a system that incentivizes drug companies to come up with fair prices, a fair return, without gouging, without being predatory? There mm -hmm. has to be a way to do this. But so far, politicians they they <laughs> they campaign with big ideas and big promises. We're going to fix this this mess, this pharmaceutical mess. Nobody has. Nobody does. Well, fix it. Right. You know, I did hear that Mark Cuban, he, you know, remember a few weeks ago, yeah, we yeah, reported yeah. that he started this pharmacy. Yep. And I heard that that is really helping people. Uh, the drug I need is a very uh, specialized drug and I right. have to go to a specialty pharmacy. So I don't know that that would help me. But I also want to say this texture brings up a good point. Uh, Jor, this is Susan. Um, I'm following your discussion on prescription costs. My father's cancer drugs cost $12,000 a month. Uh, Mayo had staff members uh, whose job it was to process paperwork with pharmaceutical company and obtain grants. And, and here, here's the deal. Like, I feel very lucky because I'm going to work on it. Mark's going to work on it. My nurses here are working on it. My doctors are going to work on it. We're all going to try to figure out a solution to get this paid. But that in itself is a privilege. The fact that 
Um, this is my first language, so I can have a conversation with people, you know, on the phone that that's not trouble. Like people who are struggling with the language, even who come here, have a hard time or may get frustrated or may get put on hold. Like I feel privileged and at a super advantage. So I have the right nurses. I'm at Mayo Clinic. My husband is an advocate. But there are people that are not in that position. And I, I don't know how they're doing but, it. But, sure, instead of being focused on getting through this and getting better, you are distracted know, right? with how am I going to pay these bills? How is this going to affect our cash flow? What am I going to go without if I pay this bill? It's just... It's it's not sustainable, and we have to fix it. Yeah, and that I mean, we could spend weeks right. talking about that, and we should. We mm-hmm. should focus more of our show on what may appear to some as outrageous ideas to fix our health care system. But when are we going to change? When are we going to change? You know, Amy Klobuchar posts about this a lot. I follow her on Instagram. And um, I guess I maybe we should check in. I know we ask her to come on a lot, David, but I think it's time for another check-in and say, okay, you're posting about it. What are you doing? Are we any closer? Are you having conversations, for, even with Medicare? Are we? What is happening? So I wouldn't mind having her on to have that discussion. She is a yeah. breast cancer survivor. I would. I think it's worthy of of the time uh, that we got to get some answers, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And 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 you're right. Again, I feel privileged because I have support. But let me tell you, getting that call in the middle of my treatment when I'm hospitalized, saying Jarring. you know you're going to have to pay thousands of dollars for this, yeah. it it was. It set me back, and not that my anxiety's already through the roof. I'm just worried about staying alive. You know, now I'm on top of this. So so other. This isn't about me. This is about all patients that are going through this. You know, it, yes, it's amplified because I just experienced it. But wow, I. Just have it's broken. The system is broken, and we got to work toward that. So, Amy Klobuchar, we're going to get those questions answered. Hopefully, if she comes on to talk about it, I know David will reach out uh, one more time. But uh, I see your text. Thank you. We'll continue weaving them in throughout the show. Yeah, we're also going to talk about age limits. Some some great comments yeah. from you about that. We'll have that at the bottom of the hour. But first, reaction from a Minneapolis kindergarten teacher about this strike finally being over. What does she think about it? Is she pleased? What comes next? Stick around. That's next on CCO. The teacher's strike is over. That is good for teachers. That is good for students. That is good for everybody. Kindergarten teacher at City View Elementary, Cleo Nagy, is joining us now. She joined us while they were on strike, and now they are back in the classroom. Cleo, we wanted to check in on how your first day back in school went. Hi. Yes, it was so exciting to have all the students back. So I know uh, I'm sure it was a, a beautiful reunion, but tell us, uh, do you feel that you got what you wanted in the negotiation and are you satisfied? You know, I've been telling my close friends and family this, that personally, I it was such an emotional experience for everybody. And I think we had really high hopes going into it. And Mm -hmm. that two things can be true at once. It can be a historic contract. We got some things that we really needed to have and were really big wins. And I also think that we could have, we deserve more. And that in the next round of negotiations, we'll start back up in January, that we hope that we do get more. I think we all inherently deserve better pay. And, uh, you know, the cap sizes weren't exactly where we wanted to, but 
we got some really strong language in the contract for our BIPOC colleagues and ESPs. Um, we were able to get their salaries up as well. So we were excited about that. These, th- this is the support staff, right, who were ba- mm-hmm. barely making a living wage. Am I correct? Correct, yes. Yeah. So, e- sorry, ESPs are educational support professionals. And, right. you know, we didn't get them up to 35000 which is what our goal was. But we were able to get significant increases, um, you know, but the hope is right next time around we can get them up to 35000 because they deserve more than that. That's just a bottom yes. line that we had. And so, hey, yeah. Cleo, we hear so much that kids are resilient. And, and as a parent, I buy into that. Kids are resilient. But the last two years have tested that like never before with the pandemic, remote learning, mm-hmm. and then the teachers strike, kind of the icing on a really bad cake. Um, do, what do you see with, with your kids in your class? I mean, have they been resilient? Has anything good come from the pandemic? New, better ways to learn uh, for kindergartners? I mean, wh- and what are you hearing from your colleagues as, as far as how the pandemic perhaps changed how kids will learn in the future? Yeah, I think, so personally for my class this year, I've noticed, you know, every year kindergartners are really excited to be in school, but one of my concerns, right, was that they wouldn't have been around other students or other children during the pandemic, and so this year would be a little bit harder in terms of learning how to be a kind friend and take turns, and it's actually been the complete opposite. They are so happy to be around other children and are really willing to kind of take turns so other kids get to play and when new students come they're always really excited and so I've seen a lot of really positive relationship building in my class this year and I don't know if that's because students haven't been around other kids or if that's just the class that I have this year but Hmm. I have a really nice group of kids I also think that because of the pandemic we're seeing that kids can be more flexible and not that kindergartners still don't do really well with knowing exactly what they're expected to do and what to do next and what's coming next and when we have recess, but they are pretty flexible. We moved online. We discussed the strike before we went, and they've been pretty flexible with that, and I know that my colleagues would echo that kids are starting to be really flexible. One of the downsides is all, downside is all of the screen time that they've had. Yeah. 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 So, we're speaking yeah. with Cleo Nagy, Minneapolis yeah. kindergarten yeah. teacher at City View Elementary. Cleo, you mentioned renegotiation in January. What What's that about? Yeah, so we actually are always bargaining for the prior two years. So the contract we just got was for the 2019 to 2020 school year and 2020 to 21, 2021 school year. So in January, we will put together a new bargaining team that will bargain for this school year and next school year. Oh, boy. Cleo, what do you yeah. say? I mean, the demographics, I mean, enrollment is going down in Minneapolis for a long list of reasons. What do you say to people who say, mm-hmm. well, you know, it? you can't defy the numbers. If there are fewer kids, there's going to be less funding, and we just can't do all the things we want to do to reward teachers to pay them what they're worth and then some. But what do you say to those folks? I would say to those folks to look at where the money is going in Minneapolis public schools for starters. We are pretty top heavy and you can actually look at our chart of where 
how top heavy we are compared to districts like St. Paul or even Edina Public Schools, you can see that we have a lot more people that are at our corporate office versus in schools. I see. And so we're pretty top heavy. I would also ask people, you know, to pay really close attention to the addendums they vote on. And there's some new Mm -hmm. bills coming up because a lot of that goes to funding. Um, And, you know, vote for school board members who aren't tied to organizations that are funding charter schools. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Cleo Nagy, Minneapolis kindergarten teacher, back in the classroom today at City View Elementary. Cleo, thanks for coming on with us, and we're going to check back in with you um, and just see how it's going in the classroom. Thanks, Cleo. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Hey, thanks, George. Cleo. I I yeah. peaked. I peaked in kindergarten. It's, it's been yeah, steadily that's, downhill that's since, but I, I yeah. aced kindergarten, man. I loved kindergarten. Didn't you? Everything you needed to learn yeah. happened in kindergarten. That's right. I remember Mike Sanzone used to get on a scooter on his back, and he used to ride around on his on his back and look up the girls' skirts. I remember that about kindergarten. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mike Sanzone was one of my best friends throughout high school, so I, I just, is isn't he, that a funny memory? Hey, wait, is he a U.S. senator now? Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. See you campaigning. God help us. Oh, my goodness. Uh, up next, what Rick McClary told us about his daughter serving as a nurse in Ukraine. Next. Paul and Jordana, a feisty Jordana, the way we love her. Feisty. I don't know what they're pumping Oh, sorry. I was with. chewing. That's okay. You're having dinner uh, they at brought the Mayo me my Clinic. Rooms, yeah, yeah. They've brought me my room service. I used my radio air quotes for that one. How's the food? So, a cup of fruit. You know what? Look, it's, it's not bad. 
It could yeah. be a lot worse. Okay. So mushroom, yeah. um, a portobello mushroom with some quinoa and a fruit cup. Well, trying look to, at you. Trying to eat healthy. Wow. So I'm doing my best. It sounds pretty right. good. And Mark, my husband threatens me that I have to eat. So I, um, he has arrived for the last hour of visiting hours, and I'm eating so he can witness it. Good. Well, you need the strength. <laughs> you need you need to fuel up. I do. Absolutely. <laughs> I do. So we, it's all good. We've had some spirited discussions today about the price of drugs, the mm-hmm. outrageous, insane prices of the drugs we need to keep us alive, and also about uh, age limits when it comes to presidents. And some things that President Biden said have kind of got this going, and Elon Musk was complaining um, about, you know, Older people who maybe don't have the cognitive capabilities to make smart decisions. So Elon Musk kind of got the whole discussion going. And you guys have weighed in. And thank you for weighing in. Uh, Mark in Minneapolis said, age limits, no. Term limits, yes. That would likely eliminate the bulk of the too old issue. That being said, I'm about to turn 63, and I hope... Uh, let's see. I hope I do not have any more situations where my electoral choices at every level are younger than me. Political parties need to not nominate, let alone elect, old, out-of-touch candidates. Last week's hearings in the Supreme Court were a perfect example of why not. And to that end, uh, somebody said, let me see if I can call this up, Claudia and Shoreview. If there is an age limit, it should be across the board. That includes the Supreme Court, not just the president. Oh, that's a good point. Another listener you know, says... She makes a good point. Yeah, I, I agree. But again, mm-hmm. I think it should be a democratic process, right? If enough people say, yeah, this is... We need new legislation and we're going to have age limits or take a cognitive test. And if you pass the test, then you could run for office at the age of 80, 85, 90, whatever it is. Uh, last Last comment. The FAA adjusted by adjusting mandatory retirement ages for pilots Mm -hmm. from 60 to 65 as medicine has progressed. Why not the president? Okay, but that's also 60 to 65. 65 is very different than 85. I was picturing picturing Biden and Trump, like, flying a a jet aircraft. (laughs) And, And it was a harrowing thought. (laughs) <laughs> it was. I mean, it's interesting to think about because you don't, you definitely don't want to be ageist. And with age comes wisdom. You know, there, there's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of uh, just learned, learned experience as you get older. And you don't want that to go to waste. No, and you know. don't want the country not to be able to benefit from somebody who has all this experience. Um, but again, you also don't want somebody that, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a slippery slope. It, Who decides? One. If yeah. the American public decides, great. If you you know put it up to a vote, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pass mm-hmm. new legislation, and a majority of Americans agree on this, great. But, um, yeah, I like the idea of making it across the board. And, yeah, it should apply to yeah. the Supreme Court. It should apply to Congress. Yeah. And why it, aren't there term should. limits? The Founding Fathers, you were supposed to go to Washington, put in a term, Go back. Go Mm -hmm. back home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't stay. It's not a job for life. Well, we have it for the president. Why wouldn't we have it for Congress? We 100% should have it for Congress. And it's worth rethinking the Supreme Court um, 
you know, appointments for life. It's yeah. definitely worth rethinking that. So change is progress. When you know better, you do better. Uh, when the, maybe the Supreme Court justices, when they were appointed, the lifespans were shorter. So I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm always, a, but I think democratically, like you said, Paul, make these, you know, make these something we can vote on as the American public and see right. what the society is reflecting and then put that in action. People should not be arbitrarily, um, you know, creating legislation without the input of the American people on this. I agree. I agree. Hey, some yeah. uh, some good signs, some hopeful signs in Ukraine that Russia is pulling out of certain areas around Kiev, around the capital. Maybe they're pulling out because they can't move forward. The only direction they can move is backwards uh, because the Ukrainians have prevailed against all odds. And amazing, uh, amazing people... And amazing Minnesotans helping out. Rick McClary told us about his daughter, who is serving as a nurse in Ukraine. We heard from her yesterday. She sent a couple pictures of these cute little Ukrainian kids that uh, they've been treating. And um, it's just just so good to to see what's happening there. Let me share a text with you that she sent us a couple days ago. Uh, She said, we are seeing between 110 and 140 patients per day, and that's four nurses and four doctors. Whoa. After she sent that, she said, uh, I'd I'd asked her, explain a little bit about the people that she's seeing, and she said, it's definitely a mix of everyone, lots of women and children, but lots of families and older married couples whose boys are fighting. Oh, my. She goes on on to say... I've got some of the most heart-wrenching stories. Today was a rough day. We all took turns leaving to collect ourselves for a bit. People literally hiding underground for days until they escaped and getting here to safety, and they are traumatized. It's horrible. Shrapnel injuries, furniture falling on them, waking up to their house cracked down the middle. The physical injuries are minor here, but the mental issues are awful. Today, I was angry. A lot of us were. We had good talk and cry and prayer time tonight, though. It was great for us. What a mess. Mm. Wow. Cannot imagine. Um, She is amazing. Tally, his daughter, that was Rick McClary, whose daughter is serving with Samaritan's Purse at pop-up hospitals in Ukraine to serve as a volunteer, to serve the people there. And um, she's doing incredible work because those people need her. Yeah, DJ, you uh, you just got an interesting email from somebody who's been contributing to our show live from Ukraine, right? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Joe Lindsley, reporter Joe Lindsley, who we were hoping to get on today. He's going to join us tomorrow. He's in the city of Lviv in Ukraine, and he's been working almost around the clock covering the conflict there. And again, we'll talk to him at 3.30 tomorrow. But we were going back and forth and figuring out what day and what time and the time change different than there. So they're eight hours and not seven. Anyway, and in the course of that, conversation he wrote back this he said time has almost vanished for us in the last month of war there's a hotel where cnn has its studios the elevators have rugs announcing the day of the week so whenever i go there for a meeting about once or twice a week i step into the elevator and am surprised by the word sunday or wednesday words that have become meaningless since the war started seeing the words in the elevator carpet seem like a strange connection to time before the war Wow. 
And wow. I, yeah, I was just so shocked by that. I mean, so anyway, Joe will join us tomorrow. And uh, that <sighs> sums up the fog of war, right? You don't even know what day it is. Yeah, You're, yeah. You, and Falker, my dad has what does it matter? about this. In war, you're, mm-hmm. the only goal you have every day is staying alive. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And it, sometimes it's minute by minute. And Joe, of course, being a writer and a reporter, has a way with words. But boy, did he really articulate Oof. that beautifully. And, and, and there was a time where he wasn't answering David's request to join us. Yeah. And I felt my heart sink. And I, But thank God. He responded, and he will be joining us tomorrow. What, 335, David? Is that when he's coming Yes, on? yes, indeed. Yeah, 335. Yeah. Okay, stay tuned for that. Uh, when we get back, underwear, how is that an economic indicator? Hmm, next. Okay, I'm going to ask an impertinent question that's none of anybody's business, but there is a method to my madness. Uh, I have, Uh-oh. I have to ask Jordana, has Mark, handsome husband, bought boxers recently has he invested in his underwear um mark usually goes commando oh so i'm kidding that's not what i wanted <laughs> <kidding>. to hear <laughs> no i'm kidding um no i don't believe they're honey they're asking me if you bought underwear recently have you made any underwear purchases late lately remember it's on the air i don't uh, think you I, have i don't think i want to talk about my but does uh, not want to talk. there's a reason um, Let's see. I would say no. He, no. I don't think he no. has. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Th- and why are you okay. asking? Because, well, that that may be an economic indicator that we're going into a recession. Formal, oh, no. uh, former. Yeah, there's there's a boxer index. Male underwear is apparently an economic indicator, according to former Federal Reserve head Alan Greenspan. He looks at sales of boxers and briefs for clues about upcoming recessions. Uh, Look, he once told a reporter the garment that is most private is male underpants. Nobody sees it except maybe a few people in the locker room. Who cares? Those sales are usually stable. So when men under, men's underwear sales goes down, that usually means that men are so pinched, wrong choice of words, so pinched that they're deciding not to replace their underpants. And, oh, boy. And reality backs this up. During the Great Recession, 2007 to 2009, U.S. sales of men's underwear fell sharply. So people, economists keeping an eye on boxer sales, as ridiculous as that sounds. There's there's some science to back that up. Not ridiculous. Yeah. It's not ridiculous at all. And that's so interesting. And, I mean, there must be other economic factors. But um, here's a public service message. Hmm. If they have holes, please buy new panties. And I know men don't call them panties, but I'm calling them that. Just if there are holes, please That's go and, and go to Target. Always good advice. Yeah. <laughs> God, thank you. you. You know who's full of good advice? Huh. We spoke with Stephen Belton. And I know we've been getting a lot of mileage at, about the, the slap, the slap oh, right around the world, yeah. the Will Smith yeah. and the, the Chris Rock thing. But we asked Stevens. And you know what? We asked Stephen Belton, the president of the, of the Urban League Twin Cities, and he did have a unique perspective. Uh, someone who has lived with an elected official, a powerful and uh, incapable woman who people take pox shots at all the time. I can tell you, I'm provoked and angered when people have said things about my wife, but never have I felt like I needed or that I had agency to be able to 
respond to that in a physical confrontation. Now, let me put on my pastor's hat for just a second, and I'll conclude. Nobody wants to be judged by their worst moment, by their biggest mistake. And this, from a career perspective, was a huge mistake for Will Smith. But there's a teachable moment for him here, and that is he needs to understand that his power his ability, his capacity to generate millions and millions of dollars. Because we're talking about millionaire behavior here. He's a millionaire. Chris Rock's a millionaire. That is all based on the public's confidence and trust, and indeed their endearment of him. And he shot all of that with a single moment of losing control because he thought this was about him, and he assumed that his ability to do this, because you saw when he did it, he walked away smiling. He was in his feelings and not thinking about the way that he got here and the platform on which he stands. And so he's got some learning to do. I think he's already done it. He's issued a public apology to Chris Rock, Chris Rock finally. Um, but it's not enough. I think mm-hmm. there needs to be some accountability for it. I bet you he'd like mm-hmm. to take that back, Will Smith, if he it. could, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Stephen mm-hmm. is right. Yeah. I love that it's a teachable moment because isn't it always – It really is. So uh, that's a conversation about anger management and how to deal with something uh, when you are tested. And we are tested. You're being tested. Thanks for coming on today, live from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, Let's keep it going one day at a time. We'll catch you tomorrow on CCO. As a woman, I would want some panties. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.